There was a guy who was caught stealing beer at a CVS. This is amazing. Not even a Dwayne Reed, a CVS. <laughs> um, we went down the rivers, we crossed the plains, over the mountains, we fought in streams. We went And the USA. USA. So, uh, did you see those, uh, it's like African uh, movie posters? They're going around the internet? Oh, yeah. No. They're like, uh, so in like parts of Africa, they would show American movies, uh, but they were like bootleg copies. They would show them in little theaters, but they so since they were bootleg copies, they didn't come with um, they didn't come with like posters and stuff. So they would have local artists make their own posters for. Them. <laughs> sure, that's entertaining. Yeah, I'm sure a few people out there have uh, seen them, but I'm gonna post them on the uh, Instagram page anyways. I just I kind of downloaded the choice ones onto my phone. Because they're fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I can't remember what's the one that had the Ninja Turtle appropriate of nothing. Oh, it was it was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but it had Rawhead Rex on it. Oh, that's what it was. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, White Chicks. Like, if that was the movie poster for White Chicks, I would watch the fuck out of that movie like in a heartbeat. It's it's the Waynes Brothers dressed up as fucking blonde white chicks with machine guns. With apparently uh, Psy from, like, Gungam <laughs> style and a sniper rifle. Yeah. And then uh, fucking uh, some... Some zombie with a like scimitar, I think. <laughs> and cat eyes. Yeah, and cat eyes. <laughs> it almost looks like a deadite from a yep. art from Evil Dead. Yep. Dead my dog. Then they all they're all like gory as shit with like limbs and heads and shit cut off. And, like, mm -hmm. Batman's getting bit in half a by a shark. <laughs> Catwoman and fucking uh penguins heads are like laying on the ground. Joker's on fucking point up there in the corner though. Even Mrs. Doubtfire. Is like stabbing a guy in the eyeball with a fucking broom. <laughs> Mrs. Doubt firing squad. <laughs> is that Gilbert Godfrey in the corner? Yeah, right. Space Jam is the shit though, because like Bugs Bunny has tits. Uh, they, uh, Bugs Bunny and uh, Michael Jordan both look like their legs have been cut off, and Michael Jordan's got a handgun for some reason. Because <laughs> it's an American movie, so he has to have a gun in his fucking hand. And oh yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street just called Nightmare or a Nightmare. Yeah. Some of them like they've yeah they clearly knew what Freddy never, looked like yeah some of them they've, they've clearly seen the film some of them they have no fucking well the clue. predator yeah the alien versus predator the predator looks like predator but the alien looks like some like dinosaur like, it's like a, assisted living uh, mecha Godzilla or something like <laughs> <laughs> fantastic what is the other ones oh yeah ghost Willow face off they just have the same <laughs> face both of them have the exact same face. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, Ninja Turtles with Rawhead Rex. Yep, makes sense. Yep, <clears throat> sure does. <laughs> Fucking Evil Dead looks badass though. Yeah. Oh shit, I gotta I gotta download the Cujo one so I can upload that because that that's the one where uh, uh, when Bo saw it he was like crying he was laughing so hard. <laughs> It's just like, what is it, a fucking Doberman body and a Cocker Spaniel face? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> and the dog's making it look like, did I do that? Yeah, yeah. There's like blood all over his face. <laughs> like Beethoven gone bad. <laughs> yeah. Air Bud. Benji has rabies. Mm. Oh, I forgot about Benji. 
You know, that's due for a gritty reboot. <laughs> oh, here we go. Cujo, the killer dog. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, the expression on the people is pretty yeah. good too. Well, it reminds me of the Victorian era when they'd paint like animals, but they had somewhat human features. You know, oh, it's a lion with some reason a human nose and eyes. Yeah, totally. Oh, fucking science. Let's see if I can steal this off the internet. Open. Switch. Yeah, baby, that's the one. Save. Save. All right, we're good. I'll I'll post that shit on our Instagram page later on. Wow. Yeah. All right. Anyways, um, welcome to how the West was. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> shit. Yeah. So, Tony, what do you know about the Great Sioux Uprising? Um, talking boy name Sue. Yep. Yep. He kicked like a mule and he bit like a crocodile. And his uprising. <laughs> well, when a mommy and daddy love each other very much, there's an uprising. There is an uprising. They wrestle. <laughs> Just imagine everybody born before like 1912. I have to imagine everybody born before 1912. It's a lot. Yeah. All at the same time. They they had to uh, watch their brothers and sisters be conceived in the other end of the room and stuff like that. Sometimes in the same bed. Eesh. Yep. <laughs> That's okay. You got to watch all your food be conceived too. Yep. Out in the yard. <laughs> so sometimes well, you helped out in that process. Yeah. Oh, man. From Montana. Burn. Bay. Oh, I thought Mile City. I like how it's Mile City you, burn. Fuck you, Mile City. <laughs> exact same jokes if you're English. It's blame the Scottish if you're. From not Montana, you just play Montana. If you're from Olympia, you make fun of Shelton. <clears throat> no, but I, I don't think they call you sheep fuckers. There's not a lot of sheep. True that. Yeah. They tried to turn that around on us. I remember Montana kids tried to turn that around on us. Like, oh no, we don't have sheep. Like, y'all fuckers. Now, we talk about cows, maybe. <laughs> Might be a case to be made. When you said but, watching your food be conceived, it made me uh, just, I don't know why, but I just imagine like. Like your mom being like, come over here and fuck me with that carrot. Like, that's... No, not like that. Oh, okay. I'm just saying, have you ever seen chickens fuck? No, I it, can't say that I it have. It is not a tender um, embrace. <laughs> kind of. Most animal sex seems like rape It's anyway. like, okay, just take, uh, like, in Jurassic Park when the velociraptor jumps on the guy, mm -hmm. you know, and bite, like, after a clever girl. Only the guy is another velociraptor that's covered in feathers, and the, and the other velociraptor has feathers, and they're just... Doing that thing where they bite each, he's biting the guy in the face, and you're going, Arr. it's like that, only smaller scale and higher pitched with more feathers and blood. Can Shit. you describe yeah. that again a little bit slower for me? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. All so right. 1862, Dateline. Uh, this is a little easter, a uh, little east than what we have been talking about. Yep. In Minnesota, don't you know? Oh, yeah. Well, what this guy look like, anyways? Oh, he's a. Little guy, kind of funny looking. Uh-huh. In what way? Oh, just in a general kind of way. Okay. So this is, uh, we're going to be talking about the Dakota Sioux, not the Lakota Sioux. Yep. This is the Eastern Sioux. Yep. Which, that would be the Santee Wapiton system. There's a couple more. The, what, Minnetonka? Yeah, the one I can't pronounce. Uh, these guys already had a step up on the rest of the guys there because they are on the reservation for about 10 years now. How is that a step up? Well, they're they're ahead of the curve on getting fucked over by Whitey. Oh, so you know, okay. And actually, this one is one of those since it takes so pl place close to uh, 
you know, encampments and shit, there's actually a lot of photography and drawings and stuff. So mm -hmm. we have a lot of visual aids for Tony. Like, here's an example of what the Dakota Sioux were kind of dressing like and living like at that time. Oh. As, you, as you can see, there's a brick, brick house. Buildings, yeah. Well, like a lot of them, they got issued brick buildings. Well, first of all, you're probably going to go into how they lost their land in the first place, but it's just like, you know, they got this brick building here, but it's very likely they actually live in that teepee and they just use the brick building for storage. Oh, okay. That, that kind sense. of deal. But as you can see, they're wearing, you know, frock yeah, coats and frock hats. and buttons and... Yeah. Did hear about maybe 10% lived like fully as whitey, you know, on the farm and, yeah. and all that. Uh, so things are not ideal, but you know, a little more peaceable than some of the stuff we've talked about in the past. Yeah, but by 1862, uh, they've been waiting for their annuities, annuities annuities, to annuities. Yeah. <laughs> annuities. Well, yeah, because they, uh, let's see, I guess it was saying 11 years before 1862, they had uh, sold uh, 24 million acres of hunting ground for... One million six hundred and sixty-five thousand, which actually is a lot more than a lot of yeah. other people got paid, and they were supposed to also get continuing annuities along with that. So it's okay, like, hey, you stop hunting, and you'll get, you know, payments. Corn. Yeah. Well, it was actually supposed to be cash. Oh, really? Yes. Mm -hmm. But. But. They were late because of the Civil War. Yep. Congress was already had it a month late, just deciding between paper, cash, and gold. Yep. Um, so rumors were floating around both on the Sioux and the Whitey side of things because the traders were having fun ripping off everybody. Well, yeah, the traders were doing shit like, okay, like say you're a Sioux family, it's like, okay, we're supposed to get like a hundred bucks here and we know it's supposedly coming, but okay, whatever, it's delayed or whatever. Well, then the trader's like, well, I'll tell you what, you can just grab some stuff and then uh, we'll, I'll take your payment directly from the government. Well, what they'd do is they'd sell them, you know, household supplies, but then when it came time for the government to pay, they'd overcharge. They'd tell the Sioux they were paying a certain price, right? but they're telling the government that they actually mow oh, owe right. more. So, yeah, so they'd tell the Sioux, like, you get 100 bucks worth of stuff, and yeah, they tell like, the government, like, totally oh, bought $300 well, worth of shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And wow. they just, most people just didn't even get anything. Yeah. They just basically took all the money before it got to them. Yeah. but. It's like here you can check our books. It's no, there, like, there was also well, what there the was fuck also does this mean? plenty though where they'd uh, they'd give them stuff, but then later tell them they still owed on it too. You mm -hmm. know, so <laughs> and Bank of America was born. Yeah, no shit, right? Yep. So uh, 1851 is that uh, treaty you're talking about? Mm -hmm. um, the Shysters, which uh, well, he was My congressman and then team. governor uh, Henry Hastings Sibley. Yep. He was part of that. Um, of course, the more uh, treaties they would sign, the more cut of everything like he would get and all the other government officials. Yep. So they kept signing away more and more land and asking for more and more land. Um, they included just an extra piece of paper for them to sign, which just said that any extra debts, debts would just go to the traders. Okay. They didn't bother explaining that to them. <laughs> they just like, hey, sign this and we'll kind of like, we'll fill it out later. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like if I printed you up like a le like you're going to lease a car for me, but I just give you a blank piece of paper. Hey, sign your fucking name. Yeah, sign and this. Then we'll I write figure down out the, the price later. I write out all the terms and shit after you've already done that. Fuck. <laughs> and if you're late on a payment, I get to have sex with your face and steal your aquarium. I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> <laughs> right, that old trick. right off on the women. <laughs> well, I'm trying. To, 
trying, I'm not trying to like rehash a lot of because I yeah trying to make up new horrible things to say. Perfect. <laughs> so that the one didn't work. Indian agent that was you know they didn't really have an agent, just yeah. the guy in charge. They weren't going out for auditions or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking some some dude in <laughs> shitty suit. All right, five hundred dollars includes headshots, and uh, yeah. you're gonna be well, a fucking star. You stay with me. The, the headshots meant something different. Yes. <laughs> anyway, this guy's name was Major Thomas Gilbraith. Ground control, Major Thomas Gilbraith. He was not a real major. That was just a title that all the agents gave themselves, so they would look good in. In front of the Indians. Like, like Harlan that. Sanders. Yeah, Colonel yep. Sanders. <laughs> but, you know, he was a political appointee. Uh, he was said to be, quote, arrogant, emotionally unstable, and a hard drinker. Oh, so American guy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> through and through. <laughs> so this is June 20th, 1862. The chief showed up demanding their food and provisions. They were right behind the asshole in their large brick warehouse. Uh Galbraith said they had to wait until the nudities arrived. But nudities. Oh, sorry. The nudities. Yep. The chiefs didn't quite understand why they should starve when their food was right, right there. behind them. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Galbraith wanted to follow the letter of the law, but it was also easier just to distribute everything at once. Yeah. So he tells them to go hunt, but of course... They're not allowed to hunt. Yeah. Whitey had driven <laughs> off all the wildlife anyway, so... Well, also... Whitey didn't like a bunch of Indians showing up in their backyard with rifles. Yeah. Uh, especially a lot of this area, a lot of the, uh, a lot of Germans, too, that n- neither side liked because yeah. they were Germans. And yeah. They drank beer on Sundays. That's why Whitey <gasps> didn't like them. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Galbraith goes away for a couple weeks, then he comes back and finds 5,000 Sioux camped around his, uh, building. Uh, <laughs> it's like the launch of the new iPhone. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Only, heard- it's, only it's cornmeal and... <laughs> we heard there's a new Star Wars movie. <laughs> yeah. So, he calls the army, um, the officer in charge, Lieutenant Timothy Sheehan, persuaded him to open up the uh, building, uh, gave out just enough food to keep keep them from starving what a peach um, the but the 10 percent that accepted the whitey's way they were given extra stuff because galbraith wanted to you know see you're being good indians yeah, okay. we'll give you, you more extra shit. gruel yep see how much more gruel they get why can't you all just do what i say yep so you know then you give them the food right in front of the starving ones yeah so. oh man <laughs> doesn't breed discontent or anything at all nope can't tell which way these... There, it fits better. Had them on backwards, I think. Yeah, you know, there to my head's shaped weird. Well, you do have a tumor growing out of it. What, are you talking about my face? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Call them nose, man. No. Uh, so, Dakota Sioux, the definition of Sioux is what? Snake in French. Oh, well... In uh, Dakota means union, union or ally in their own language. Oh, and a lot of other ones. It, no, I think that's what Lakota means, but Sioux was a French word, which means snake or enemy, I thought. Yep. Uh, that's why they don't like being, to, that's why they don't like being called the Sioux. Yep. Snake they want to be called the Dakota. Or enemy. Or the Lakota, <laughs> depending on which we're talking about. So it was um, since the 1830s that the government kept screwing over the Sioux in each new treaty. Uh, Sibley, I think we said that he was a congressman then and wanted a big payout, so he would be a part of it too. So he'd actually lobby to get them more money, so he would get more money. Yeah. 
<laughs> I assure you, if I give them, if you give me this money to give them, well, it, I'm, it I'm just going to take it. But. Yeah. <laughs> it will, how do I put this? Trickle down. Yes, yes. <laughs> Feel that warm, that warm trickle. <laughs> <laughs> so he, like, lobbied to get him, like, 30 cents an acre for land that was valued, like, for $5 an acre. Yeah. So he did a good thing. Oh, yeah. For himself. Yeah. He was actually pals with a lot of these guys. This is the other thing, too, is, like, got to imagine what's coming up is happening between your uh, fishing buddies. Yeah. <laughs> And people yeah, that, you, you've known for like 10, 15 years? Yeah, yeah. but this guy, we're talking about the Indian agent, right? No, we're talking about just uh, people in general, like in town, too. Oh, okay. And like, I mean, in fact, I think there was even a degree of like intermarriage and stuff happening. And, oh, yeah. I was just imagining know. like the, the politician guy that's like, I consider you my friend. Well, that you're, po- you, you're, not a, you're not a man or a human or, you know, a person, Yeah, but, but you're my friend. Yeah, much like my <laughs> cocker spaniel. <laughs> Only I feed him regularly. So, um... Uh, the uh, men of the tribe uh, all agreed to take their money before the traders got to it. Yeah, and then, as you kind of would like to do. Yeah, since they were starving, uh, some kind of wanted to go to war right then. Uh, most of the troops were away fighting the Rebs down south, um, so it looked pretty easy pickings. Yeah. Yeah, but they needed some food first. Yeah, you're going to want food when you're going to fight, Yep. ideally. So uh, August 4th, uh, they've had enough. Early morning, a few warriors rode in and talked to Lieutenant Sheehan. Um, they told him that they were going to have a, like a demonstration, just go into town, shoot off their guns, and just uh, work off some frustration. Yep. Um, <laughs> they were like, but we're totally cool. We're, not, yeah. we're all peaceful and shit. Yep, sounds legit. Mm-hmm. What could go wrong? Yep, so there was 100 soldiers there. Uh, 800 warriors show up shooting their guns in the air, <laughs> but they went straight for the warehouse to get some food. Yeah. So she had kind of backed off once he knew they were only after the food. The Indians could have easily wiped them out by then, but uh, after a while, she and just wheeled a howitzer over and pointed it at the warehouse, and then the soldiers escorted him out. But she and went back to Gilbraith, and he did get him to uh, hand out a little bit more food, even though he had to really twist his arm yeah yeah fucking asshole well, that's because i'm assuming gilbraith isn't right in town there or was he uh well uh this is at uh so i'm just saying it seems like gilbraith would have been like at some remove and you know that kind of shit where like i'm telling you sir this shit's about to go down oh fuck you you're blowing it out of proportion because they're not there yeah you know yeah the fort and the reservation are only like 15 miles apart yeah but it's still far enough where you know you're not going to feel the imminent threat as if you were right. actually in, in the middle of the right shit. There. Yeah. So uh, after that, um, Sheehan uh, sent for uh, Captain Mar- Marsh at Fort Ridgely, which is uh, Ridgely is, is that the one by, or is that Snelling? That's one by Minneapolis. I don't know. I get them all mixed up. Yeah. We'll find out. Um, so the chiefs said uh, they would uh, uh, come back the next morning. Um uh, little Chief Little Crow, he was a leader of one of the bands of the, there was the South Agency and the North Agency that we had to uh, get uh, tell apart here. We'll get to that in a second because I wrote it down. It's coming up. Trust me. Okay. Um, so Chief Little Crow gave an impassioned speech uh, to the uh, traders. One interpreter refused to translate it, knowing that it would piss off Galbraith and the traders. 
And the main trader was Andrew Myrick. Yeah, this is not the first time where we've had an interpreter just either fail to do their job or just interpret wrong, which will then, of course, lead to good things every time. Yeah. Which was that uh, uh, Laramie one in 1851 or whatever. That was all mostly caused by some dickhead that was drunk. Yeah. He said he wants to fight you very much right now. (laughs) And then we'll give him beads. No, he wants to fuck your face. I got to stay away from face fucking today. I got to think of something better. (laughs) You were always on my (laughs) mind. And all over your face. You can tell we haven't done this in a few weeks. I'm rusty. Mm-hmm. Hi, Rusty. I'm dead. <laughs> so, um, the uh, Galbraith asked Myrick what he wanted to do. And all, actually, all the traders would, said they would go with whatever Myrick decided to. Mm-hmm. He said nothing and started walking out of the room. <laughs> Gal- plead, plead the fifth. Yep. Galbraith stopped him and asked him again. Myrick said, as far as I'm concerned, let them eat grass or their own dung. Yep. (laughs) So basically, this is like your Amazon fulfillment center (laughs) guy, except for like you, like, it's like the Amazon fulfillment shit you're getting technically, I guess, for free, for lack of a less complicated term. Yeah. That you're supposed to be getting and you need to survive. But that's this guy being like, no, fuck you. Eat grass or eat your own shit. So, you know, a lot of uh, compromise Fantastic. made. At least he gave him an option. Yeah. Grass so, or shit. Yep. Uh, so now the Sioux were just a little pissed off. <laughs> uh, Captain Marsh shows up the next day and meets with the chiefs. He kind of had to defuse the situation. He was vastly outnumbered, but he ordered Galbraith to, uh, you know, let the Sioux have a little more food again. And he said he would arrest any trader that made any trouble. So that kind of placated Little Crow for a while. Believing the trouble was over, Marsh went back to Fort Ridgely. Uh, Ridgely is the closest one to town. Yeah, right? he is for a job well done. Let's let's go back and chill out because nothing possibly will be bad in our absence. Yeah, there will be yeah. no repercussions. Yep. Yes. So uh, Galbraith left too. Uh, he thought the discussion with Little Crow went pretty well. He Swimmingly. Was, yep. <laughs> Even Little Crow said, you know, I want to live like the white man and and all that. That was just basically bullshit. Fucking jungle book. (laughs) Uh, August 17th, the government wagon left St. Paul with kegs of gold coins. Kegs? Kegs. I thought they only came in tall cans. Yep. That was the uh, luggage of the 1800s. Give me a chest full of beer and a keg of coins. (laughs) (laughs) So that's uh, 71,000 in gold. Sack of whiskey. Uh, that's just a one-day trip. That kind of reminds me, um, I always wanted to have a kegger, where instead of, like, cups, I would just buy a shitload of balloons. So, you like, everybody be walking around with, like, fill up a balloon with beer, and you gotta be just, like, pinching the thing the whole time. And as the night wanes on, you're just gonna end up, like, somebody's gonna get sprayed in the face. It's yeah, just water balloon. Awesome. It's a water balloon fight only. Yeah. Everybody smells, like, stale beer. And- yeah. Man, that just sounds... That's why you get an Airbnb and you, do it there. You know that nice, bitter, rubbery flavor you'd mm-hmm. get off of every pull of beer? Yeah. And just how warm it would be? Oh, yeah. man, you're selling it. I mean, we should market that. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Carry on, my wayward son. So the moral of the story is the, the money showed up, but uh, a couple days late. Remember that for, yeah. for coming up here. A couple days late. <clears throat> 
You're on payment past due. So four Shut off notice. Time to yep. collect some interest, motherfucker. <laughs> four Braves were walking down the road one one day. Brown wing breaking up is hard to do. Yep. Killing ghost. Ooh. Space ghost. And Killing ghost. Killing ghost. That's, that's a fucking rad yeah. name. This one's good too. Runs against something when crawling. Runs against something when crawling. So that guy's more the beat poet, like psychedelic shaman one. <laughs> And then killing. I think if you're crawling and just run into a rock. So he's like the clumsy one, like, oh, we're being stealth. Ow, shit. Fuck, <laughs> fuck me. God damn it. <laughs> yep. So they're out hunting and uh, they're going home and they came to the farm of uh, Robinson Jones. He was at work with his two never adopted tr- never children. Never trust a man with two last names. Nope. Mrs. Jones and me were visiting her son from her first marriage. Howard Baker was his name. His wife and two kids, they kind of live about a half mile away. So there's a bunch of people in the house. Also visiting was our uh, young couple from Wisconsin. They just kind of recently moved there and looking for a plot of land. Um, So the four Sioux find some eggs on their property. I wonder where they found found the eggs, possibly in the chicken coop, maybe under a chicken. Yeah, possibly. Or is it some Easter bunny hunt where they're up in the gutters and... (laughs) This one's got five dollars in it. <laughs> yeah. This one's made of chocolate. Oh, that's not chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, one of the Braves were going to steal the eggs. Another told him he'd get in trouble if he did. Mom's going to be mad. <laughs> then that guy accused the other guy of being a pussy. Um, so the accused told him that uh, he'd shoot the the honky in the store. So they go to the nearby store. I guess it wasn't too far Don't from the house. Don't steal the eggs. We'll get in trouble. Better go kill a shopkeeper. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but they get to the store and kind of walk around. <laughs> yep. So they're walking around the store, and the guy's like, can I help you? He's like, no. And they just kind of leave. They bust out. Oh, man, he talked. I was going to do it, and then he talked to us. I looked through his fucking eyes. <sighs> Never so, name him. Never name yeah. him. <laughs> So Jones goes home, not worried. He's probably going home for lunch or whatever. The Sioux follow him home. Uh, the one who tried to steal the eggs, taunting the others for pussing out. <laughs> when they reached the house, the Indians suggested some target shooting, because what else is there to do back then? <laughs> Save your ammunition. Uh, yeah, so they take turns shooting at a piece of wood on a stump and... What the fuck? Meanwhile, the army's like, we're out of bullets. We're out of fucking (laughs) They will eventually. So the Indians reloaded after they shot at him. The whiteys did not. So the four Sioux turned and shot them all. (laughs) Well, that was a rousing game of target shooting. I I didn't get that the Sioux were shooting along with the whiteys. Wait, so the white guys were shooting a piece of wood and the Sioux were also shooting a piece of wood? Yeah, they were all having a nice time shooting the piece of wood. Oh, okay. Then everybody expended their cartridges, but the Sioux reloaded and just like turned around and and shot them. (laughs) All right. One way to do it. (laughs) Uh... All right, this thing seems to be working just fine. Just then, the peyote started kicking in. So they shoot Jones. One of the Braves aimed at uh, one of the ladies watching from the door. Uh, Baker, the son, jumped out in front, took the bullet. Oh, like straight, like Secret Service style? No. 
like diamonds. Oh, I just imagine like catch, oh, catching it out of the air. Of took it. Yes, Superman was born. Loaded it into his gun and fired it yeah, back. No, he pop it in your mouth and spit it out like a machine Ooh, like, gun, like, like a uh, mask, or like uh, also UHF. He does that. Oh yeah, UHF. <laughs> <laughs> Eats one bullet, spits yep. out fucking hundred. Yep. And yeah, Gaddafi or Gandhi. What? Oh, which one was Gandhi. it? Oh, Gandhi, Gandhi too. Not not Gaddafi. Not Gaddafi. No more, Mister Nice Pacifist. <laughs> He's here to kick some ass. I still like the uh, Conan the Librarian yeah. bit. That was the Don't best. Don't you know the Dewey Decimal System? Sorry, this book's a little overdue. Yeah. <laughs> Cuts him in half. Spatula City, Spatula City. Oh, them. Yeah. Yeah, we could we could Riff reproduce on, this entire movie. We, we could literally yeah. Maybe that's an idea for a future type of podcast. We just voice act all movies we know from memory. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And then go back and watch it later. <laughs> yeah. See who got the most points. Okay. All right. Please, oh, uh, so that didn't really help because, you know, those other two ladies get shot. But uh, the lady from Wisconsin, Mrs. Baker, fainted with her baby in her arms and oh, fell through crap. a trap door. <laughs> what, you so said she fell through a trap door? Fell through a trap door? Yep. This, does this take place on a... Fucking Nickelodeon house? Or? Yeah, in a theater, like on stage? <laughs> I'm sure it's like the Evil Dead cabin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she creepy. survived that way just because she passed out. And, yeah. Henrietta! Did she throw like a smoke bomb down? Poof! And yeah. then disappear through the trap door? Yeah. Well... She fall on her baby. Uh, yeah, that's probably what broke her fall. You <laughs> <laughs> got soft bones. <laughs> yep. So the four Sioux took off, and they walked past a store and wave. And <laughs> and Clara Wilson, she must have been one of the the kids. Uh, watched them from the door, and one turned and shot it. <laughs> shot her. <laughs> Left her baby sleeping inside, though. Oh, so, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's a nice. One. So uh, all in all, this is not too far removed from like some of these police raids you hear about where you know yeah no shit except the cops would kill the baby too well sometimes where they'd inadvertently be shooting at the dog and then kill the baby or then you know the person they're after is not even in the house and doesn't even live there has never been down and yeah where's the spatula okay kids let's go There's just one place to go for all your spatula needs. Spatula City! A giant warehouse of spatulas for every occasion. Thousands to choose from in every shape, size, and color. And because we eliminate the middleman, we can sell all our spatulas factory direct to you. Where do you go when you want to buy name brand spatulas at a fraction of retail cost? Spatula City! And this weekend only, take advantage of our special liquidation sale. Buy nine spatulas, get the tenth one for just one penny. Don't forget, they make great Christmas presents. And what better way to say I love you than with a gift of a spatula? Spatula City! Hello, this is Cy Greenblum, president of Spatula City. I like their spatula so much, I bought the company. Spatula City, seven locations. We're in the yellow pages under spatulas. My, where did you get that lovely spatula? Yee-haw! 
So the Braves steal some horsies and they go back uh, to their uh, camp, telling oh, the chief pic- all about it. I was picturing them being mounted this entire time. No, well now it is Grand Theft Auto, Tony. Yeah, mm-hmm. Grand Theft Horse. Uh, this is a uh, Shakopee, I yep. think. Yeah. Uh, he was amazed just on how easy everything was. <laughs> this guy tended to be a little more militant than the other chiefs. But his rationale, if they're going to get in trouble anyway and get their annuities withheld. Annuities? Oh. Um, you might as well go for it. Yep. <laughs> Do it up big. Yep. And might as well maybe you drive all the honkies away forever. Yeah. Oh, so this is like the end of the season of um, uh, Trailer Park Boys. Going for the big score. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck, yeah. It. <laughs> Fuck it. You might as well just go all the way. Yep. The cops are already in hot pursuit, and we got all the weed in the fifth <laughs> wheel. and <laughs> the, the Swayze train. Yep. Yeah, the Swayze train. Swayze train's coming with us, gentlemen. Swayze train's coming with us, gentlemen. <laughs> Smoke's coming in from the U.S. Yep. Uh, this was the Little Rice Creek Band of the Lower Reservation. So he gets uh, to the next village and uh, kind of tries to get um, everybody to join up. Hey, everybody, who wants to go kill some settlers? We've been doing it all day. It's pretty fun. Yeah, join my band. So they get that other band to join up, but they still need to see Little Crow and try to get more people that way. So Little Crow did not want war. He tried to work with Whitey as much as possible and still hold on to whatever traditions he can, but of course... That's difficult. Yeah. Uh, He had to fight his half-brother for chief title back in the day when his dad accidentally shot himself. What? (laughs) (laughs) So his dad gave the title to his half-bro. Little Crow arrived from another village on on a canoe to claim his title. His half-bro told him not to come ashore. (laughs) <laughs> if, I swear to God, if you step out of that canoe, we're going to have words. So, Derek, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> Will you guys stop fighting? It's so, my special day. Yep, Little Crow said, we'll shoot already. And somebody did. <laughs> Somehow the bullet passed through both of his wrists. I don't know. He must have been holding. It's like raise the roof or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, anyway. sideways? Or he was like doing like a shadow, yeah, like, shadow yeah, puppet shadow of a bird. <laughs> Shadow bird, bird, shadow puppet. I'm trying to think of how that would work. Well, I think what happened was the bullet missed him, but he got stigmata because he's a holy, oh, yeah. holy mm-hmm. man. Yeah, it's always nice. He's to coming fuck, off walking on water. Hand. Yeah, totally. Yeah. There wasn't even a canoe there. He was yeah. just. So the army surgeon wanted to amputate, but he refused and went and to, like, to amputate keep... both of his arms. Yeah. yeah. So he went to the nah. Indian healer, and he actually. He got to look, keep his hands, well, but he's all right. fucked there's up for the rest of his kid life. kid in North Dakota got both his arms ripped off by the fucking PTO oh, yeah. shaft, mm-hmm. so can be done. I think there was a dollop on that. Yep. Oh, yep. yeah. I did hear about that one. I remember when that happened. I remember seeing that shit on the news. Oh, yeah. That was <laughs> fucked. We'd always make the joke like, yeah, don't get your shirt sleeve too close to the PTO yeah. there, and it fucking happen. Well, it's not a joke. It's like pretty yeah. sound fucking advice. I mean, I know you guys know, and I know I know what PTO means. Yeah, paid time off, baby. Yeah. Don't yeah. I don't know if anybody that. else knows what a PTO shaft so, is. Power takeoff. It's, you, uh, it's a little... Uh, Shaft coming out of the back of your tractor that you hook up. Bachman that, Turner that, Overdrive. Yeah, but it runs uh, your baler or whatever kind of equipment you're towing behind, but it goes off the revolutions of the engine. 
you plug another shaft into that that goes to whatever you're dragging behind, like say a baler. Say it and, slower. And it turns the mm. shit and makes it work. Mm-hmm. And if you get caught in it, you will be spinning around as fast as the motor, more or less, on something that's hundreds of pounds of torque. And Not a great time. It'll turn you into a fucking human scarecrow in a bag of meat. Yep. Or just rip your arms There's off. actually, I saw on YouTube the other day, There's, I think it's in India or somewhere, and a guy gets caught in one, and it's just like, you start out kind of spinning long, and then you start wrapping around it. Ooh. So you kind of start out looking like you're doing really fast gymnastics, but you keep getting smaller as more of you gets wrapped around it. <laughs> oh That's a good way to explain it. <laughs> uh. he, and he fell into it because he's trying to kick a dog. That's why it was funny. The, the one on YouTube? Yeah. Was, uh, I thought you met the kid in uh, North Dakota. No, he was playing with his dog, and then he slipped on some mud. Get them dogs out of there, man. You don't need dogs around. Well, he skipped church. That's the... Well, that's what you get for skipping church. (laughs) But he still did farm work. Yep. (laughs) So, uh, Little Crow, uh, uh, yeah, he worked with the Whiteys to get good treaties, but... They never really followed through on anyway. But yeah, I was going to say, they wrote a lot of good treaties. They never once enforced a mm-hmm. single fucking one. So that made all the other uh, Dakota kind of angry at him. So he's already kind of trying to earn back some respect from his tribe there. Look, if we just sign one more treaty, I'm sure they'll follow through this time. So Little Crow argues passionately against it. But halfway through the speech, he kind of changes his mind, too. If you know if they're already fucked, you might as well go for the whole enchilada. Yep. Uh, he'd rather die in battle than die in prison or hung like a woman. Plus, they seem to have plenty of bullets <laughs> if they're just fucking target shooting. Hung yeah. like a woman. Mm-hmm. So not at all. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, have you Dude. seen some of those long labias? I actually did oh. see uh, the, the a night with China. The the wrestler did a porno. Oh, nice. She has a clit like a chicken tender. It's huge. Nice. That's now I'm never eating chicken tenders. <laughs> mm, that's, a, that's a bad Popeye sandwich there. <laughs> so Little Crow knew if he signed on, there'd be a lot more people to sign up to, and you know it would actually uh, have a fighting chance. Um, so the first target would be who do you think would that be? Meyer or is it Meyer? Myrick. Myrick. There we go. Uh, I always, whenever I read that, it's, I remember Merrick, which is the fucking Elephant Man. Could be. So oh, I always yeah. picture it as the Elephant Man. I know it's not. But. It's M Y R I C K, but I just have to pronounce everything wrong. Yeah. So they walk into town in war paint. Uh, this wasn't a. Uh, any big whoop to the townsfolk, having seen them, you know, on the warpath for the Chippewas, not exactly hunkies. Yeah. Oh, they're going off to fight the other Indians. Let's watch. Well, isn't that nice? Yeah. So they surround Myrick's store. Uh, they shot two of his clerks. Myrick tries to bolt out of the back. Uh, he was shot before he reached the woods. And if you remember, Tony, Myrick is the guy who said... Myrick is the guy that told them... Uh, you can eat shit, oh, or you eat can grass eat grass. Eat shit. <laughs> yeah, grass or shit. So now somebody's feeling their comeuppance coming. Yep, he gets instantly surrounded and shot full of arrows. Fuck yeah! And uh, hay scythe stuck into his chest. 
Ooh, I didn't know that detail. <laughs> and his mouth, or uh, we heard butthole well, I, I, stuff I heard, with grass I heard or shit. Both. They always they always say like they was his body was found with a mouthful of grass. Wait, they stuffed his butthole with grass? Well, his mouth and his butthole. I I read <laughs> most places just say mouth, but I've read more than a few that said also his butt. I was just gonna take a shit right in his mouth. Yeah, well. <laughs> you don't want to. Well, you stuff some grass up your ass. You don't want to be uncivilized about it. <laughs> You know, but yeah. Yep. So that's uh, like the like total movie ending for that guy, really. Yep. Just imagine all the people that you're just convinced that they're peaceful and hanging out and just so easy to rip off. They, you know, yeah, they just actually <laughs> kill you for being a dick. Yeah. And imagine then, that. And then doing some heavy metaphor on how they desecrate your corpse. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of other businesses were surrounded and shut up. Um, a guy named George Spencer was at uh, a store. Uh, his buddy went to Tonka or something close to that. He actually saved him because they were like fishing buddies and carried him out. But he, you know, with his three gunshots. Yeah, yeah. This kind of pissed off the rest of the the Sioux there. Hey, we were killing that guy. Yeah. Uh, Little Crow kind of does the same with the uh, preacher Hinman, uh, who kind of let just kind of scamper away into the woods. Uh, so the town was emptied of all its goods and set ablaze. Um, the ferryman was quite noble and saved uh, quite a few families, probably about 40 people, taking them across the Minnesota River there. Yeah. Uh, the last trip, the Sioux caught up to him. They disemboweled him, cut off his head, hands, and feet, then stuffed all that inside his carcass. Oh, good. Ooh, yum. So it's like compact. Yeah, it's <laughs> like I turn him into a bag and <laughs> yeah, yeah. carry him around. Transformer. Yeah. Put a, <laughs> put a handle on him. Only <laughs> 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 well, it was more like... <laughs> <laughs> what does he turn into? A corpse. <laughs> a roast. Yeah. The original turducken. Mm-hmm. So the killing kind of goes, uh, spreads all along the countryside. Here we have some nice illustrations from the aftermath, Tony, I thought you might enjoy mm-hmm. in the wonderful uh, Time Life uh, Old West series uh, of books. Um, so check this out. You have guys like riding along, you know, going to do some shit. And then there's their neighbor, Mr. Myers, like, hey, hey. He's just waving at him. They're riding by on horses. Well, they let, him, they let him fine because he wasn't a dick. So they're like, oh, it's oh. you. We're just going to kill your neighbors. Hey, Steve. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> Anything you want out of your neighbor's garage? That was some of them, but uh, uh, Little Crow was kind of pissed later on because he told them not to kill certain people, and a lot of them did did. anyway. Like in this next picture, this gentleman here is threshing some wheat with, you know, horses on a little merry-go-round thresher thing, and, you know, you see the the guys advancing over the hill. You know, maybe they're coming to help him thresh wheat, except for, no, they just scalped him and sold the horses and, you know. I like, you know, you can hang that in your kitchen. Yeah, it's really pretty. Yeah. Uh, there was one lady named Helen Carruthers. Uh, she lived a little further away from town, so she kind of had to make friends with the Sioux. Yeah, because there's no white people around, I yeah. guess. So she spoke the language and actually kind of tried to learn some of the healing stuff. She was leading away a group towards Fort Ridgely. They made it about a half a mile from the house when they were surrounded by 75 Sioux warriors. Uh, Helen asked what they wanted. They responded, we're going to kill you all. <laughs> oh, oh that's nice. are straightforward. That was the thing is, you know, the white man would write these big, long treaties and stuff, and then, you know, fill it all full of 
legalese and bullshit and then like not follow up on stuff. Um, seems like the Sioux are a little more to the point, a little more, you know, what you know, yeah, what you see is that. what you get. Yeah. Hey, what do you got to do? We're going to fuck kill you. Oh, okay. Noted. Uh, Helen uh, lobbied to not let them kill them. <laughs> and she actually... I must protest. ...actually accomplished that. And they parted on good terms and they shook hands and the Sioux took their horses just and wagons as a compromise. Okay, so Helen, what you're saying is you don't want us to kill you. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, I mean, our position is we kind of really want to kill you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we but really want to do it. it. What's, for, what's your uh, counteroffer? <laughs> Got these horses and these wagons? <laughs> yeah, I suppose we can make a deal. What the heck? Yeah, but they get another mile down the road, and they're surrounded again by a different gang. Damn it! <laughs> Raw out of horses and wagons. Um, uh, Mrs. Henderson gave her husband a white slip uh, to use it as a surrender flag. Ooh, so like a dress slip. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. undergarments. So he's waving it, and his thumb gets blown off, <laughs> <laughs> and the guy standing next to him falls over dead. <laughs> So Mr. Henderson just runs away yeah, you know. from his family. Oh, shit. <laughs> he actually get, makes it back to Fort Ridgely later. Um, Helen watched as the Henderson girl was beaten about the face with a violin case. Wow. Till no features remained. Jesus well, Christ. What did they make violin cases out of back then? <laughs> Probably Indians. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be real, like lead, Indian, uh, mercury. Probably mercury, mercury yeah. and Indians. <laughs> Cotton mouth for some reason. Sorry, I know why. Oh, oh yeah, you're eating your electric Co cosmic flan, electric brownies. Yeah, yep. Uh, the Henderson baby was held by its foot upside down. <laughs> like the fucking oh. guy. Okay, he said he wants he wants a case of beer. He's gonna drop the kid out of the window. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh, this one ends worse. Oh, I, no. I'm familiar with the one he's about to oh, say. Oh yeah. It gets hacked to pieces by a tomahawk. Is that what you're thinking? No, there's the one where they found the baby uh, uh, hung up with fish hooks and then nailed to a tree. Oh, that was a fetus. That was oh, that was a fetus. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. Don't spoil the ending. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that's when we were... <laughs> and they throw the pieces back at Mrs. Henderson. <laughs> Wait, the baby was chopped up with a tomahawk and then the pieces were thrown back at Mrs. Henderson? Yep. yep. <laughs> Here, here's your baby parts. I mean, I thought the... The pussy hat episode was rough. Well, this is one of fuck. this is one of those where yeah. um, it's a little more, yeah, a little more uh, spread on the uh, on the native side with yeah. the atrocities a little bit. Yeah, but you know, in the overall tally of things, yeah, these motherfuckers had it coming, man. This is pretty, uh, yeah, you know, but still, it's pretty bad. Yeah, pretty pretty bad. Uh, some the the soup build a fire. Well, that's always good. They're gonna cook. Dinner for everyone, yep. and then they lift the feather bed where Mrs. Henderson was laying with the pieces of her children, and put it on the fire. <laughs> she was laying. She's on laying the on the bed. bed. What? And they, they yep. threw the whole thing on the fire. Just throw the whole thing on the fire. <laughs> uh, this guy named Jonathan Earl booked it out of there, leaving his children and wife. <laughs> Nothing I can do for you. Going out for I cigarettes. Oh, fuck. He uh, runs down the road, catches up to his 15 year old son. He tells the Call son. Call back and help your mother and sisters. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I'll fetch the sheriff. Yep. He tells them to shoot the Indians when they get there. <laughs> he takes off. <laughs> Fucking nice. Nice. 
fucking life tip. Yep. <laughs> There's going to be some Indians. What you're going to want to do when they show up, <laughs> probably apply some bullets to them. So if, the boy waits until his father was some way down the road, and uh, you know Earl told him to run, but he heard no answer and just a couple of gunshots, and that was that. <laughs> he later catches up to his other boys that booked it down the road. And what the fuck? They How many made kids it to this guy have? City. Oh, they always have dozens and dozens. Yeah, but usually they, you know, the first 10 of them die. And you well, yeah, the three. ones that couldn't run were clearly chopped up yeah, and thrown true, at their yeah. mom, so like... <laughs> God. Yep. Helen was still laying at the ditch at this point, protecting her children. Laying at the ditch. In the ditch? I would say in is more appropriate for a ditch. Yeah. Uh, Unless it's a bar called the ditch. Yeah. <laughs> I wish there was a bar called the ditch. It sounds yeah. amazing. <laughs> One brave took her hand. She asked if she were to be killed. The brave said that nice women would be spared and become their squaws. Oh. That's nice. Great. So eight were dead. Thirteen women and children are captured, and the Sioux formally shake their hands and lead them away. Good game. And then they Good stole 50, 50 of the ten horses that were there. <laughs> yep. And then bayoneted another thousand mules. <laughs> It was about 10 o'clock in the morning before the survivors reached Fort Ridgely, which we said is about 15, 20 miles away, I guess. Uh, They weren't believed until the injured ones started showing up with tomahawks in their head and stuff like that. You're sitting there crying wolf again about the, holy shit, is that a tomahawk out of your head? And then then Steve Martin shows up playing a banjo with an arrow through his fucking head. Oh shit, it looks like we might actually have a problem here. Whoops. Uh, Captain Marsh takes 46 of his men, told them to take 40 bullets apiece, and one, <laughs> one day's of rations. All right. Okay, let's do the math on how many bullets that is. Not a lot. No, not enough. He didn't think it would be too widespread at that point. Yeah. Um, Lieutenant Sheehan left the day before, so he sent word for him to return. So there's only 29 soldiers left at Fort Ridgely. With 40 bullets each? No, they've, they've got whatever's in the fort. The oh, guys that are riding out from the fort take 40 apiece. Yep. Gotcha. Like I said, just to put that in perspective, a modern American soldier, uh, you have 30 bullets in every one of your magazines for your M4, and you carry at least seven of those. So these guys have 10 more bullets than you have in one magazine for a modern rifle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So they're starting to see all the destruction on the road to the uh, the reservation. Reverend Hinman comes booking it up and uh, warned them not to go any further. Marsh said, of course, what happens when people say these things? He's like, I can beat this dog shit out of every Indian on the planet with me and my collie and my squirt gun. Yep, he's always the first person to get shot. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, uh, you want to get uh, a break in here real yeah. quick? Okay. Let's do a let's do a break in. Yep. This here's another tale about the West was fucked. How the West was fucked. Howdy folks. Always wanted to learn a new language. Always wanted to see far off exotic places like Skagway, Sutter's Mill, or Virginia City. Now for Mosetta Stone is the old prospector translator. Now you can learn how to talk like an old-timey prospector. Translation, where is the toilet? Translation, nice pajamas. 
Translation, I understand and validate your feelings. Good! Good! Translation, gold! Gold! Learn how to carry on conversating like an old-timey prospector within six weeks or your money back. Just send $9.99 and $4.99 shipping. Sorry, no CODs to Old-Timey Prospector Translator, P.O. Box. Uh, what's that number after four? P.O. Yeah, yeah, P.O. Box 5, Lubbock, Texas, 78123. Order now and receive a pocket Old-Timey Prospector Translator. Your same old, old-timey prospector translator just in pocket-sized form. Just pay the shipping and handling. Order yours today. All the West was fucked. All the West was fucked, fucked, fucked. Gung, gung. Wow, that's a great name. Merton Eastlick. Spell that for me. M-E-R-T-O-N. Oh, Merton. Merton. Is that like a Cleveland steamer? It's like somebody doesn't know how to spell Martin, as far as I'm... It's like somebody with TMJ trying to spell but then, Martin. But then it's like, it's like Clint Eastwood's nerdier... <laughs> Nordberg Eastwood. Nordberg Eastlick. Well, I'm just looking at this picture of these super enthusiastic-looking settlers. These guys up here... Wow, that's like... All of them, though. They're... Oh, yeah, well, yeah, they're being... This is five days. Okay, well, I think we're still on day one of this. Yep. We're, not, e- we're not even I've been here yet. for a week, man. <laughs> this, this is five days into it while they're trying to escape. So you can see it's a lot of the women and kids and stuff, and they've been running. So they look, I mean, it looks exactly like Mexican refugees or yeah, Syrian yeah. refugees. Totally. Only everybody is super European looking. Yeah. And, you know, the women all have the Emily Dickinson hair. No, they all look like and, motherfuckers know. from Rock Ridge. But Yeah. Like, yeah. Actually, it looks like a bunch of, like, Hooderites or Mennonites being chased is what it amounts to. Except for they don't have the bonnets because, yeah. Huh. But now I'm just looking at this picture up in the corner with, you know, they look happy. Uh, mother and her children are reunited they, after a heroin they, escape. They don't look happy. 11-year-old Merton Eastlick, which is still the best name of the day. Wait, one of, the, one of those people in that picture is 11? Yeah, this kid's 11. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't look at it that close. I thought that was but her husband or he something. He carried his baby brother 50 miles to safety after his father and two brothers were killed, and his wounded mother told him to flee. Miraculously, Mrs. Eastlick joined to relieve her, or lived to rejoin her sons. Oh, yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. But that's, that's, that's what they look like. Wow. Now, these Time Life books, they're old, but they're great. They so are, many they are pi- pretty dope, yeah. So many pictures of atrocities and awful <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, Did you know Tums is made out of ejaculate? What? Because Tums spelled backward is smut. I just realized that. Smut? Yeah. Smut. Okay. That means it would be made out of porno then, right? Yeah. Ground up porno? That's why you don't see any porno tapes anymore. All the tape get ground up and turned into antacids. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> why would I lie about that? Just still thinking smut. Why, do, why does he think that's cum? Do you think that's what cum is? <laughs> that's the way I shoot it out like little discs. It's important to me that you know the difference. <laughs> All right. Okay. So the army gets to the ferry ferry crossing about noon. Oh, and they found the human handbag? 
no, it's a it's a man purse. Yeah, he was probably on the other side. Oh, because this they they see a farmer Indian telling them to hey come across. You want to talk? But uh, (laughs) two men go down to fill their canteens, and they see some Indians hiding in the uh, other side. (laughs) So there's There's a trap. Yep. Yep. So the shooting started. Uh, The soldiers tried to retreat, but were cut off. Um, There's survivors, uh, about 20 of them. That's already lost about half their dudes. Yeah. Um, They made for the brush around the river and used it for cover to head south, back to Ridgely. By 4 p.m., they uh, run out of cover. So Marsh decides to cross the river, which at that point was about 50 yards wide. Not to, and of course, uh, everybody in the 1800s is super great at swimming. Yep. So he takes off his sword and revolver. <laughs> I would keep the revolver. Sword, maybe. Yeah. Got to hold him above your head. He gets about two-thirds of the way across. And suddenly it became too deep to wade. Well, I thought you were going to say like some kind of like Sioux Navy SEAL dude. <laughs> Just pops, pops out of the water. Of water. <laughs> oh, Warlands, ha! Yep. Why are those reeds moving? <laughs> <laughs> Shit! <laughs> It's got the it's little, got a, little uh, bamboo thing. Well, like got a, a hat made out of a loon that he's using like a snorkel. <laughs> There's a live duck on Why his head. Why is that loon coming directly <laughs> for me? Uh, that was uh, Ninja 3, The Domination, where he has... Fuck like, yeah, the, that movie's the shit, dude. Where he's in the water and yeah. blows out the, the thing that the guy... The, oh, he has a blown that, dart. Blow that's snorkel. straight up the best out of the, out of the Ninja series. I mean, Enter the Ninja is great. Ninja Two is fine. Ninja Three Domination opens with a ninja, like like cold open with a ninja just running around on a golf course stabbing people in fucking khakis. It's awesome. And then like <laughs> then the cops come after him and he he just starts icing cops left and right. And then the fucking I remember that. The cop, all the cops are all standing in circling firing squad. Yeah. Well, like, no, he takes out a helicopter with a fucking like samurai sword and a couple. Well, of, I know, but and a couple of fucking like uh, shukins. Well, I remember where he's in the middle of them and they're yeah, all, and they're like, all shooting like literally a circle that's that, like maybe the diameter is like fucking 15 it's feet like if, across. It's like when you had like a gang of kids if you were like fucking with one kid in the middle yeah. of it, you know. No, or a breakdance circle. Yeah, yeah, like a breakdance Except dance all together. the people in the circle are shooting at the middle of the circle yeah. at a fucking ninja. And not hitting the ninja, but they also weren't hitting each other that no. much. And then the ninja disappears. Yeah, well, ninja smoke. Ninja smoke. And then he uh, possesses a, an electrician woman uh, and she turns into a ninja. That. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that one a few times. I'm going to bring that into the bar next week. I, f- I fucking love is that, that movie. Is that the one yeah, all where the ninja is the white like guy that. with the mustache? That's the first one in that series. That's the first one, okay. Yeah, where he so, looks more like a used car dealer. Yeah, totally. No, Ninja 3 is great. And then the, the chick that ends up getting the ninja uh, ghost in her, uh, <laughs> she's like trying to fuck this cop. She's like rubbing on, sitting on his lap, rubbing on him and trying to look all sexy. She's like drinking some V8. And then she dumps it all down her neck to make her self look all hot. It's like, (laughs) drink this borscht off my neck. (laughs) Then they fuck, fuck, and then a a ninja sword like hovers out of the closet towards her. (laughs) Kind of like that show Alex Mack, where she could like hover shit with her mind and then turn into liquid metal and float away under doors. Anyways, where are we at? You're fucking acid casualty, bud. What the fuck? So, uh, Major Asshole is two-thirds of the way across the river. Surrounded by assholes. Yep. And uh, suddenly it becomes too deep to wade. He drops his shit, and he tries to swim for it, but he gets a cramp. 
Oh, oh. I should have eaten that hard tack before. <laughs> 20 <laughs> minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> So two guys tried to swim after him, but he sank. He's dead. What so. the fuck? <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Just because he took off his sword didn't mean he wasn't trying to do this shit in, like, a wool coat and fucking giant leather riding boots. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, I can't be seen in my underwear. I was not expecting that. <laughs> I fucking, was. The, Every... the fucking, like... <laughs> Even guys that were in the fucking Navy at this point couldn't swim worth a shit. Oh, man. Like, half of them were afraid to get in the water in the first place because you get ghosts in your butt or whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> High consumption. Get away from me. I'm going to, I'm a real man. I'm going to afford this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Dead. You lost one oxen and 14 can- cans of beans. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh,. Oh, so there's only 14 soldiers left now. They just hide underneath the riverbank and After just wait for we night. Shot the grizzly. <laughs> <laughs> so the rest of the day, though. All in all, a bad day. Yep. The Dakota are out killing all the settlers, especially the Germans. Uh, <laughs> they refuse to befriend the Sioux or share any of their food. No, you may not have any of our food. Yep. House. This is where one pregnant lady gets sliced open and her fetus nailed to a tree. Oh, okay. Man. <laughs> a lot of families were just trapped in their houses, and they just set the houses on fire. <laughs> so lots of dismemberments, too. Um, the Sioux believe you entered the afterlife in the same condition. So mm-hmm. if you'd be walking through. Oh, they're big They're heaven. big into that. I can, yeah. I, I can actually, have in the other book, I have a picture of that. For, it's not related to this. This is from different. I can, I can show Tony a nice photo of. Yeah. So, like, when you get to where you're going, if you were an asshole, they'd want to make sure that you didn't, well, they want to make sure you didn't have any genitals. Oh, I and see. And they'd so want like to make sure that you couldn't walk right. And right. They, and you Cut off your toes, and then, like, they carve your, asshole in your forehead. And they you, just do all kinds of stuff, because like they that. figure you'd get up to the happy hunting ground or whatever in the same condition as uh, your corpse left. Where the fuck is that? Ah, you know what? It might be in the soldier's one, not the uh, Indian one, but... There's a pretty famous picture of a pretty hacked and mutilated. Why are the pages all stuck f- together? <laughs> is it a photo or a it's photo? It is. That must have been fun being a photographer. And he was like, "Oh my god!" Like, I mean, uh, it's probably up there with being a photographer in the Vietnam War. Well, except for the, to take a picture of this grisly, horrific shit, you got to set up your camera for a fucking hour and a half oh, with the true. threat of the Indians coming back and doing the same thing to you. <laughs> take and it's a hundred degrees, and yeah. the, uh, there's. And your camera Thousands weighs of 40 bodies pounds. And, and they're all black and bloated. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah, it's it's as bad, only just little level of difficulty more. Anyway, um, word uh, finally reached the upper agency about the time uh, Marsh was getting his ass handed to him. Or actually, no, he drowned. He yeah. drowned his ass. After he failed to <laughs> swim. <laughs> but uh, Little Crow can really convince any of the uh, Wapitans or the Sissitans to uh, join up there. Um, by the time uh, Marsh, oh yeah, that was by the time the Marsh uh, reached the ferry crossing, that's when the gold reached Fort Ridgely. <laughs> the gold, oh, like their annuities? Yeah, so oh. they were only about a half a day late. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> fuck. Shut off notice, like I said. They don't fuck around. Nope. Yep, and uh, the uh, guy delivering the gold kind of decided to wait wait there yeah. <laughs> he wasn't going any further yeah. uh, wave some gold at them maybe they'll stop <laughs> by 
By sundown, there was 200 refugees at Fort Ridgely. Um, by midnight is when Marsh's troops made it all the way back. Uh, they had to hide all day. And then that night, they sent word to Fort Snelling. And that's the one in Minneapolis, the main main fort there. Uh, Helen, that lady we were talking about in the ditch, she yep. was taken to Little Crow's Village. Yes, Helen from the ditch. Mm-hmm. Helen from the ditch. Helen at the ditch. Uh, she saw Little Crow and asked to be taken to his house, being good old friends. But uh, she said, yeah, yeah, you get to stay with those guys. He wasn't happy because... Uh, you get to stay with what guys? Uh, the people kidnapping all the other people. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Little Crow was uh, pissed off because uh, a lot of the warriors uh, were told not to kill certain people, but they did not listen. Um, another well-respected chief uh, gives a Little Crow shit for giving in to the mob. Uh, that it wasn't war, it was just slaughtering unarmed civilians. Yeah. Well, I guess. Yeah? Yeah, kind of was. One way to put it. Well, I mean, if you ask, you know... I also understand their frustration. Yeah, but also if you ask, uh, what's this fuck, old butter goblin, you know... Sure, that's war! Mm -hmm. What are you talking about? Put on your vagina hat. (laughs) (laughs) Little crew decides to try to fight the white man's way. With smallpox and deceit? Yep. (laughs) I have a treaty for you. Essentially, he wants the guys to stop looting and just concentrate just, on the troops so they don't get reinforcements and yeah. shit. Well, he's he's quoted as saying something like, kill one, kill two, kill ten, kill fifty. They, they'll send a hundred to kill you. You know, I he, uh, as many heads. Well, yeah, he just knew there was an endless supply of white people yeah. that will... Cut one off and two will grow in its yeah. place. Yep. Well, those one Starbucks and three more will spring forth. Uh, I heard if you cut off a piece of a Starbucks, the little piece will go to an entire new Starbucks. Yeah. Yep. That's how gentrification works. Same with the subway, but it'll give you herpes when it grows. Dude, I love subway so much. I kind of do. It's not good, but I'd like to eat it. Even though it's not good. Thank you for listening to How the West Was Fun. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Subway. Eat fresh. What about and, Jared? And then feel sad. <laughs> Jared's dead, bro. We can get back on no, this train. It's all good. He's not dead. He's a child molester. Yeah, he's dead to me. Yeah. <laughs> he's in prison. Or did he die? Free I Jared. Died. I think he Free fucking died. Free Sandusky. Died in prison. Probably. Look it up. Continue. I'm oh, looking okay. up. Uh... They, uh, the uh, little crow even wanted to try to talk to his uh, enemies, the Chippewas and Winnebago's, to join in. That'd be awesome Fun if they story. had the you Winnebago's. Know Chip, you know what Chippewa translates to? What? Meat's all puckered up. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yep. It's basically cool. jerky. But Sure, jerky. <laughs> so the next morning, most of the whites were holed up in the stone warehouse because at Fort Ridgely, they didn't really have any walls. It was just a couple of buildings. Yeah, and they probably would. <laughs> Most of them, yep. Um, they get a lot of help from a farmer, a farmer Indian named John Otherday. <laughs> That's kind of awesome. Uh, he was kind of a, a feared warrior. He once bit off the nose of Cutnose's nose. Oh, that's, that's probably why he got the name Cut, Cut nose. nose. Why not Bit Nose? <laughs> Wait, he bit off Cutnose's nose? Yep. Yeah. Why was Cutnose named Cutnose? Because he cut people's noses off? 
No, because no, that guy chewed off his nose. But he should have been called like Bit Note or Nod Nose or. Oh, okay. okay. It was just a coincidence that also he was named bit, that before he got his gotcha nose also chomped off. Bit Nose is probably a cryptocurrency somewhere. Uh, yep. so it's, Jer- it's like electronic boogers. <laughs> so much better than the analog. You use your cyber finger to dig around in your cyber nostril. Uh, all right. So Jared Fogle is age forty-two. Um, he is currently incarcerated in a federal corrections institution in Englewood. What's his address? Can Nearest write possible him? release date is July 11th, 2029. I saw something interesting in here. Hold on. It said movies. Filmography. Well, he's in some shit. Subway commercials. He's in an episode of Saturday Night Live in 2008. He was in the movie Super Size Me. He was in the movie Jack and Jill. He was in an episode of Community. He was in two fucking Sharknado commercials. What the fuck? Playing Jared from Subway. <laughs> <laughs> in Sharknado 2 and Sharknado 3. And he was in an episode of Dr. Phil. All right, cool. And I think he was and in a America's WWE Most Wanted match. Yeah, and eventually... <laughs> eventually very most wanted. Yeah, Wasn't he on Court TV? Yeah, night, Nightly News. <laughs> I remember uh, somebody said he was at a Seahawks game a long time ago, and they announced him and everybody fucking booed. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> this is long before all that yeah. other shit. Oh, before he was a known... Uh, Pederast? Yeah. Yep. It's been, he was a known, like, I just ate cold cut combos and lost all this weight. That's a fucking spot on impression, I man. I know. It's Fantastic. like, I'm fucking canny. Yeah. Got scared for a second there. <laughs> anyway, uh, Cut Nose, or not Cut Nose, uh, Bit Nose, and uh, no, John Other, other day. day. The other Indian, the other white meat. The biter Indian. of the oh, You know, there's John Day, the famous white hunter, and then you got John, John other, other Day. day. Yep. Not to be confused with other John Day, who's another famous white hunter. Or uh, John Daly. Yep, John Daly Show. (laughs) John Stewart Daly Show. (laughs) Anyway, he has four of his uh, relatives keep guard during the night, (laughs) while others who, who, you know... Oh, I thought that was his... uh, the guy's name was keep guard during the night. Okay, no. Well, that's that's a coincidence, too. No. I am. So, there was some Sioux around, but they uh, didn't attack... Because of John Otherday, as you know, you bite your nose. <laughs> Got your nose. Gotta stay the fuck back, I'll bite your fucking nose. So some shooting at daybreak drew away whoever was uh, surrounding the warehouse there. Um, There's a half a mile away to the, the stores uh, where a few white men remained, but the Sioux wanted to loot. So a few were killed, a few escaped. One boy named Peter Reynolds was shot through the lungs, was poked with a stick and pronounced dead. He came to and rolled in some bushes. What was the poke, of the, poke with the stick? Well, was that the corner poking that, him with the exactly stick? That's exactly the corner in the investigation. Okay. All right, I'm going to do a thorough, inve- um, hand me the, the investigating stick. Thank hand you. Hand me the investigating yep. <laughs> investiga- uh, okay. making sure him, that they didn't need to shoot him again. We're going to give him a one poke. Okay, <laughs> no response. Two pokes. Oh, uh, three yep, pokes. I think he's done here. Um... <laughs> It's a three-poke corpse. <laughs> yeah. So he rolls into some bushes and hide, and at night he made it across the river. With and, holes in his lungs? Yep. Okay, the fully functional <laughs> adult man with no holes in his lungs can't do that shit, but the leaky fucking submarine lung can. <laughs> so he uh, meets some uh, mixed bloods there who tell him not to go to Fort Ridgely. The, what, so the he, Metis? Yep. So he takes kind of a circuitous route for 12 days, oh. <laughs> 200 miles. Right. What's his kid's name? Hugh Glass? What? Uh, no. Yep. P. 
Peter Reynolds. Peter Reynolds. Peter Reynolds is a fucking stone cold badass. Damn right. Yep. Bet you he looks just like Burt Reynolds, except for he's like 12 years old. Mm. Uh, I bet he looks like Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I'd fuck him. Even with the, the acid head and whatever. I bet he looks more like Carrot Top. <laughs> <laughs> what if your penis just looked like Carrot Top? Yours probably does. Weirdo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So he made it to the 200 fort. miles later. <laughs> yep. Um, so uh, other day helps the settlers gather the wagons and horses. He convinced them to go opposite originally at first and then double back. So he could, you know, yeah. it, it took five days to go to St. Paul. So basically, you know, instead of let going. Let them catch up with, let the Sioux catch up with Ridgely and then sneak in behind them while they're fighting yep. the soldiers, basically. Mm-hmm. Instead of running in right into the whole fight. Probably sound advice. It's not yeah. a bad idea. Uh, or just go somewhere not Minnesota anymore. Yeah. <laughs> New York City. Yeah. Uh, Major Tom Galbraith was in the town of St. Peter, Floating which is. Tin can. Yep. Uh, which is probably another, uh, I think, 30 or 40 miles down the river there. Uh, somebody gets word to him uh, Monday night, a man named Dickinson. Yes. But uh, he was so crazy that he and insane from his long ride. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Okay. Uh, he didn't really get believed. And it's like, hey, he's probably insane before that. Or be my guess. Yeah. Or chances are just fucking drunk. And yeah, probably eating a bunch of mercury pills. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I'm bilious so- as fuck. <laughs> Bil- yep. Bilious the kid. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, around midnight, more reports kind of come in. He takes 50 recruits, army recruits, that he was going to hand over to the Union Army, and he takes off back to Fort Ridgely. When we say recruits, make no mistake, we mean, like, shitty, like, straight out of maps, like, barely barely have a uniform on, don't know what... 16-year-olds. It is is fucking civilians dressed up as soldiers. (laughs) Basically, they're probably like straight from Scotland and yeah, understand them anyway, or some bullshit. Yep, uh, down the road is Judge Charles Flandreau, he was elected as captain of the militia there in St. Peter. Uh, his pappy were law partners with Aaron Burr, so that's okay. something. What partners? Law partners. Law oh, partners. I thought you said LARP partners. Yes, yep. that too. <laughs> they LARP the shit out of, uh, out of a duel with uh. Who was that? Uh, Adams? Uh, Rudy Darren Burkill was that? Yeah, it was Adams. No, it was Mozart. Amadeus. No. Amadeus. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. It wasn't John Adams. Yeah, it was John Adams. No, yeah. No, 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 no. no. Aaron Hold Burr on. killed. Who's the, what's the, the rap show on Broadway? Hamilton. Hamilton. Oh, yeah, duh. Jesus Christ. Yeah, what idiot. the fuck? The bullet that killed Alexander Hamilton. Right. I know, the only reason I know that is because there was a Got Milk commercial back in the right. 90s about Oh-boo. it. I just talked to somebody Oh-boo. about this like yesterday. Yep. Oh, and boo. And on that and like John Adams, I just, that was the thing where they, he was in charge of the White House and then they burned it down and then his. Well, at least he didn't have to be no, in charge that was anymore. Madison. Shit. That was James Madison because Dolly Madison grabbed the paintings. Jim and Madison. Fuck it. We're not talking about that long ago and that's East Coast shit anyway. So Fuck sorry. East Coast yep. bullshit. I like little Dolly's sandwiches and yep. ice cream bars. Where are they cookies? Dolly Madison. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's all that shitty stuff we used to eat at the gro- or the bakery outlet in high school. 
Oh, I thought that was the uh, site that you can cheat on your wife with. Oh, yeah. that's Ashley Madison. <laughs> okay, and you're thinking Little Debbie, not Little Dolly. <laughs> no, we have Dolly Madison was a thing in the Midwest. Yeah, it was the same thing as um, the fuckers that make zingers and Twinkies and shit. Hostess. Yes, it was like Hostess, almost identical, but it was called Dolly Madison. Huh. And then they had an outlet store for it in our hometown, and instead of eating lunch like normal people, we'd just go get a bunch of little wax donuts. For like a buck and just yeah. eat those. Made out of earwax. Or I'd always get those pirates. super salty Cheetos. I'd eat the fuck out of those. So for like a lot of days during high school, I only ate Cheetos, which is why I'm built the way I am. <laughs> like Teddy Roosevelt. Yep. <laughs> Bully shit. Uh, so uh, he has 115 men in that uh, militia, but like three of them have weapons, <laughs> like a few rifles, um, mostly shotguns. Yep. More than that was clubs and pitchforks. Oh wow! So we're talking <laughs> proto militia shit. Like, yep. Uh, three doctors come along, join the expedition, You're including need those. yeah, uh, including William Mayo. If that sounds From the Mayo Clinic, yeah, and the Mayo Mustard. Yep, Mayo Mustard days. Mm-hmm. Hold the Mayo. So these guys decide to go to the nearest town to the lower agency, which is New Ulm. New Ulm, yep. Oh, yep. yeah. Um, so they thought Fort Ridgely would be covered by the actual army, but that wasn't happening either. Yeah, because they were half wiped out. Yep. So by this time, they see a bunch of refugees pouring into town, too, which is fun. Uh, Tuesday, word gets to Governor Ramsey. He still has four companies of recruits at Fort Snelling that were ready to go to the Union Army, but haven't left yet. Um, so since they weren't in the Army yet, they were still under the governor's control. So he asked uh, the f- ex-first governor, Henry H. Sibley, who was actually a partner in John Astor's American Fur Company mm-hmm. too, long, long time ago, to lead all these troops with yeah and uh sibley was actually friends with the indians he fished with little crow he stood up for the indians at times mm-hmm. he even dissed some the indian agents were all crooked and shit but not the traders because he was a trader himself so didn't want to get kicked out of the club yep he even uh, suggested in congress that all u.s laws and rights be extended to all native peoples <gasps> oh, dear. what the fuck next you're gonna tell me it's gonna be women and black people what the hell? Where is the line? Next, you're going to say I can marry my car. <laughs> Slippery slope. Castle. Uh Sibley knew that if all the bands banded together, that's probably why they call them bands, they'd have probably 1,500 warriors. He didn't know it was basically just two of the tribes. Mm-hmm. Um, and that they actually knew what they were doing. Yeah. Yeah. So he has 225 troops. And three canyon cannons. We are going to get our asses kicked. Yep. And most of their rifles, revolvers, were old and obsolete. And the standard army ammo didn't fit them anyway. Yep. Well, it's because, <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, there was when they went to, should be about the time they were going from round musket shit to uh, mini ball yep. shit. Uh, so they kind of had to melt down lead from teapots and pipes mm. <laughs> to make more ammo. Oh, no, that's right. Yeah. Your nice lead teapot and pipes. wonder why everybody's crazy. Oh, yeah, that's another reason the messenger might have been crazy. Fuck, man. Just a cute-ass lead poisoning. 
Oh. I mean, there, there wasn't a lot of knowledge to be had in that day, but then just like stunting your fucking brain with well, that shit. Well, we kept doing that until the fucking 70s. Yeah, so, dude. like. So, uh, he has to. Actually, he has no advanced company or cavalry because he didn't have any horses at all or wagons or supplies. And he gets to feed all the refugees at the town of St. Peter. I'm now just picturing them straight doing the Monty Python of the Holy Grail cavalry. Like, So, St. Peter had a population of 1,000, but that swolled up to 10,000 by... Uh, all the people moving in there. Damn, and that would be swole. okay if they had enough guns to go around, kind of. You know, like, here, you take a gun, you take a gun, but no. I wonder what the what the feeling was on that many new people coming into town. If I know Americans. Pandem fuckamonium. Yeah, dude. <laughs> well, then it's like, oh, 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 you're a nice Dutch family. Oh, fucking Germans get... Fucking Germans yeah, trying to take my job. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna cut this episode off here because this fucker is gonna get long as hell, um, and we will meet back up with you guys next time for the striking conclusion. Meet, of meet the back great up. Great Sioux Uprising. Meet back up. Yeah, M E A T. Oh, excellent. Talking. Yeah. yeah. For for now, let's go on a hail of gunfire. All right. Talking.